Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about some meditation facts, about the medicinal meditation facts, and just to get some of you back on track who may have strayed away from your practice of having some meditation time. And for those of you who maybe haven't started yet, I want you to understand the big benefits here. And we don't need to make this a huge ordeal. What happens is our anxious mind gets in the way of us doing the things that we need to do to get ourselves out of the rut, to pull ourselves out of the wormhole. We often make a mountain out of a molehill and don't take on the uh, activities and practices that can really begin to let our nervous system calm down. Now, there really is no excuse to not spend some time with your mind every day. And we want to remember that sometimes we have to train it like a little puppy in that we are, we are just spending time with it, being with it. And then it may begin to stray off. And we may not even know how much time has passed that we've been going over our to-do list or ruminating over a problem, many things we could be going to fearing something in the future or concerning ourselves with something that we had done in the past. Now, we all do this. So I don't want you to think my mind is too busy. I can't do this. No, we can all do this. And when we find our mind straying like that, we want to bring it back like we do a puppy. We just say, no, mind, thank you. Thank you for going off there, but we don't need to do that right now. We're paying attention to our breath. And we choose the breath as an anchor. We're paying attention to our breath because it's always there. And it's something that we can be with in the few moments that we are sitting with our meditation. It is a connection our body and our breath and our mind, it's all connected and it's connected through the breath. So it's good to just bring the mind back to the breath and use the breath as the anchor. Okay, so that's like the basic meditation, right? We have other podcasts on that that you can find. Go through the list and you'll find the ones uh, on meditation and listen to those if you haven't gotten started yet. But if you need to be intrigued a little bit, just know that it's not hard. You can sit, the mind will wander, you bring it back to the breath. And you do it with a little smile. You do it with some ease and some just relaxed care for yourself. This isn't something that you're going to do perfectly and you're going to have to do it for the rest of your life. So this is why I wanted to bring a reminder today because many people start to feel better with their anxiety. They no longer are having any panic. They don't find themselves down the wormhole and they are what I call coping, coping, coping very well. But 
what we want to do is to make sure that we continue to do the things that got us to that place because we can go even further where we are really able to um, be with life even when the big waves are crashing in on us. We can handle them with more grace and ease as we have built our meditation practice. So don't stop doing the things that got you to feel better. I want you to remember to keep going on all of the things that have helped you to feel more calm and actually getting into your parasympathetic nervous system and becoming, uh, um, and that becoming the place, the default for you, for your life, that that is where you are living your life out of only going into fight or flight when it is necessary. And once you are safe again, sliding right back into the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and digest, tend and befriend wing of our nervous system. That's where we want to be living. So here are some meditation facts that um, I wanted to share with you. Meditation, you know, mindfulness in particular is the one that I talk about a lot here because that is very, very helpful for calming the mind and the body and giving us a place to put our focus uh, when we are sitting. And it's very popular that you can find meditation centers now, like you used to be able to just find a yoga center. Well, I remember back when that was new. And then now meditation centers in big cities are popping up all over. So it's it's not a fad. People have been meditating for, for thousands of years, probably forever. It is a way of us as human beings to be able to reconnect and to be still is a, a wonderful, wonderful way of being able to feel that you are connected and centered. And the practice of meditation, like I said, has been around for um, thousands of years, if not forever. I think it's just intuitively humans have probably always gone there to that place one way or another. Some of us actually can find moments of meditation uh, as we are staring out the window, as we are looking up at the sky, as uh, I have a beautiful view of two different uh, mountains in different views out my windows. And to be able to see the clouds going across these mountains can remind me of my own mountain meditation, even if it's just for a few minutes or even just a few breaths. We can take these little moments of meditation too, but we can do that much more easily once we have practiced um, consciously with some effort and with some consistency. So uh, that's why I have you guys start short on your meditation, five minutes, so that you can build the consistency. And after you are used to sitting on a regular basis, you can begin adding more time to it. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? 
I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So just as a quick review, there are three main types of meditation practice. Um, These are the ones that are being studied. And um, there are other forms such as you know, specific types of prayer and so forth. But the studies that have been um, ongoing are around these three main types. The first being focused attention. This is paying attention to your thought or to an object. And um, many people use this as a way of keeping, like we use the breath, this is a way of keeping your, your attention and your mind focused. The second one is open monitoring. This is observation of the breath, thoughts, or the environment. And this is more of what we are doing in that we are observing the breath. We aren't, um, you know, focused attention is a little bit different in that it's uh, really more concentration. Open monitoring is observing what is happening, such as our breath. And that's why I love coming back to the breath. It is always there with us. And we can always come back, bringing our mind back like a little puppy that's straight off the papers, gently bringing it back and just observing the breath. And we can also observe our thoughts, which is what we do. We can see our thoughts that are coming in and our thoughts as they are going out. And we the thing about open monitoring or and mindfulness is that we are not needing to attach to those thoughts. We are not needing to grapple with them or hang on to them, figure them out. What we teach ourselves in time with our sitting practice is that thoughts come and thoughts go. And the beauty of this is that When we can learn to do this, sitting on the cushion and watching the thoughts come, they might not even be happy thoughts. They might be irritating thoughts. They could be intrusive thoughts. They can be uh, exciting thoughts and they could be uh, guilt-causing thoughts. There's a million different directions the mind can go. 
But we want to do in our sitting practice is watch those thoughts come and watch those thoughts go. It gives us a chance in our practice to see that we can have the thought but not be attached to it. And this gives us great opportunity in our lives to be able to use that. We get really strong in that. And then when we're out in our busy day and we start to have uh, an uncomfortable thought or an intrusive thought or a worrisome thought, a guilt-causing thought, we can just, we have learned how to see it as a thought and not be attached to it. So this is another benefit of sitting in a regular practice. It lets you use what you have learned on the cushion. It lets you use it out in your daily life. And that really helps to keep us calm. It keeps us centered and not running off with every thought that just happens to go through our mind. And now the another piece of open monitoring type of meditation is being able to observe the environment. And again, that's something that we do talk about here because this is, again, mindfulness of being able to be sitting and maybe you've moved beyond following your breath and you want to do expand your repertoire and you are ready to just try paying attention to your environment. You can do that with your senses. And the best one for meditation is your sense of hearing. To be able to hear a bird, to be able to hear the wind. And in uh, traditional meditation practices, we use the bell. We hear the bell strike and we hear the sound and we follow it until we can no longer hear the sound or the vibration of the bell. It's quite an interesting way of using mindfulness and your senses. So number two, again, was open monitoring, observation of breath, thoughts, or the environment. And the third type of meditation practice that's being studied uh, is self-transcending, and that's experiencing quieter levels of thought in a state of restful alertness. And um, so this would be more of the TM style of meditation, and uh, it's very appealing to many, many people. It isn't what I teach, and it isn't what has um, been my way of opening and, and healing my nervous system, but it's another beautiful way of being able to have quieter levels of thought. So those are the three main types of meditation practices that are being studied. Focused attention, open monitoring, and self-transcending. But what is it that all of this meditation that you are doing, what is it that it's actually doing physically in your body? What are these positive changes that all of this sitting can do? And so I have four points here. I want to share them with you because if you can remember all the good that you are doing from sitting in your meditation practice, starting with only five minutes, it may be exactly what you need to do to be able to get back to it. So the first one here is the increased ability of the brain to process information. 
And we can all use that. I mean, that's something that we would like is to be able to process uh, information. We do it all day, and but there is an increased ability from our meditation to process information. Number two, slowing and even reversing brain changes that result from aging. Now, you may not be at an age where you are considering uh, that you have to worry about aging, but we are all headed there. Uh, we are all growing forward, and as we are growing forward, we are aging. So, But it can slow and even reverse some of the brain changes that have resulted typically from aging. So that's a great way to be able to see what a great thing you are doing for yourself for sitting, sitting on your cushion or your chair or your couch. You know, I'm not particular about where you plant yourself in order to spend your time in meditation. The third one is meditation counteracts the fight or flight response by slowing your heart rate, lowering your blood pressure, and it reduces your risk of heart attack or stroke. And if anybody out there has health anxiety, I know that you are concerned about these things when your heart rate goes up or when your blood pressure goes up or the blood pressure readings you get at home versus the ones you get at the doctor's office, which end up being so much higher because of our white coat syndrome. But what I want you to know is that your meditation counteracts your fight or flight response. And so you may not feel it in that moment or in that meditation sitting, but it is always working for you. Now, does that mean that we come out all lovey and kumbaya when we come out of our meditation? No, meditation can sometimes be difficult. It can be challenging in that we had to um, work through where our mind was going on how many times we had to bring it back like a puppy. And, it, you know, it could have been a, a really interesting meditation session, but it is counteracting the fight or flight response, and it is slowing our heart rate lowering our blood pressure, and thereby reducing our risk of heart attack and stroke. Now that, if I had that in a pill, people would be wanting to buy it. But I do have it for you. It just takes sitting down on your cushion. And the fourth and final one that the National Institute of Health Research has found uh, for, for the positive physical changes is mindfulness meditation has been shown to help patients with chronic pain. And I know a lot of you out there are struggling with pain along with your anxiety, and they may be very closely tied together, chicken or the egg, not even knowing which one came first. So just bear in mind that you're sitting, even though you may not feel the pain relief in that moment, the mindfulness meditation has been shown to help patients with chronic pain, and it is working on you too. I hope that you will take these positive physical changes that meditation has been found to do, and also the idea of being able to do all of this for yourself. So you don't have to go out and buy anything. 
You don't have to uh, rearrange your schedule. We're going to start, as always, with five minutes. And you can do it when you get up in the morning. You can do it when you go to bed at night. You can do it on your lunch hour or anywhere in between. There's no reason to not do this and gain all of these positive physical changes that you can have for yourself today, starting today. And now for today's quote. We don't receive wisdom. We must discover it for ourselves after a journey that no one can take for us or spare us. And that's from Marcel Proust. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.